0: is this table nailed down (laughs) important questions how's my mic because i don't want to piss you off with that and add is it okay
1: yeah it's looking good
0: god finally anything else ma'am anything else i could do for you today Hey, Patrick Hines. No, the
1: people are going to be so mad if we don't do our song. I want to know if we can hit our harmony.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. I, the reason... <laughs> it's also that we walk in and do this with no rehearsal. That's what, We'll really hit the harmony that way. Okay, ready?
1: Julian Pensavale. Patrick, Patrick Hines. Da, da, da. I think Ooh. we nailed it this week. Um, girl, before we get to the episode, we have like 40 things we have to tell people. We great. took one week off and... Shit went down. I mean, yikes. So number one, you guys, number one, the most exciting thing I think I can like talk about on this podcast, we've decided that for our Patreon feed, you guys, we're going to do cereal. So here's our thinking. There's so many documentaries to do for our regular feed. We wanted to do podcasts too. We didn't want to wait. So we're going to do it on Patreon. Yeah. Um, We kicked off the series uh, last week on our Patreon mini episode. I did an interview with my podcast like mentor and good friend Rebecca Lavoie Yes. of Crime Writers On. Dot, dot, dot. Ellips- dot, dot, dot. Ellipsis. Exactly. Exactly. TM, TM, TM. um so uh Rebecca fills us all in on like the huge breaking news that happened in the I yeah. dead case last week and then we do this like long interview about like I get her to give me theories yeah who she thinks did it um, who I maybe think did it we talk about the staircase because that's her favorite documentary it's an awesome awesome interview and that was like our that was our kickoff then we're gonna go uh, episode by episode through serial oh
0: my god okay. I can't believe like Asia McClain's back in my life three
1: words for you Asia McClain.
0: I mean the best by possible I I can The Nisha call. Uh, the, Nisha the Nisha call. I the Nisha call. I forgot all about uh, Don Dawn from LensCrafters. Oh, my God. Ding. I have... Where's the bell? Oh, my <laughs> Where is the bell?
1: You know that Don's mother is a lesbian. It's my favorite thing.
0: Oh, well, she did it then. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, okay, so that's news item number 1. Number 2, this is really quick, you guys. My other podcast, Broadway Backstory, got nominated for a Webby Award. <laughs> I am thrilled. I burst into tears. So, so proud. Congratulations. That's gigantic you, thank news. Thank you. It's I, it's such validation. We work really hard on that show. You guys, there's two ways the Webbies work. There's the regular Webbies that like the professionals vote on, and we won't know the winners for that until like the 29th or whatever. Of April? But, yeah. Okay. There's also the voters' choice award. So, you guys couldn't... Would vote for my podcast to win this Voter's Choice Award, which I would just lose my mind. If you want, if you wanna do it, go to WebbyAwards.com, search for best branded podcast. It's a podcast I make for a company called TodayTex. Um and and vote for vote for Broadway Backstory, i would be over the moon. Um, item number three. So the fabulous ladies of the Crime Junkie Pod yeah. podcast, they, we ran a, a promo for them sure. a few weeks ago, and they were so, like, thankful, needlessly, that they sent us a box of gifts. And there's gifts for you over there on the table. Oh, my God. They sent t-shirts. They sent some wine. Ladies. They sent you dog treats. Ladies, thank you so much. How I- amazing. Look at those beautiful t-shirts. And they knitted hats. They knitted hats in the, in the true crime-obsessed colors. Yeah. I know. Are it's, you it's serious? Insane. Daisy's been wearing them. It's insane. Oh my god. We love you you guys. guys, thank you so so much. Hey girl.
0: Hey girl. Girl,
1: what are we talking about today?
0: A bunch of garbage
1: sh- <laughs> shit. I we have been talking about doing crazy love forever. I don't know what part of me thought this movie would be enjoyable in any way. I hated this movie.
0: Yeah, it's a horrible story with horrible people yeah. and like not really an outcome. No. <laughs> Shall we get
2: started?
3: I really couldn't believe that this could be happening. Everybody was screaming. Was I frightened to death? I was already dead.
2: I had never seen a girl as beautiful as her.
4: When I go, she was
5: always beautiful. Her skin was absolutely without a flaw.
4: Bert was not a very good-looking man, but he was a lot of fun. Hi, how are you? Uh, like
3: to know me and meet me and see me and da da da. And I looked at him like he was a nut. I gave him my phone number just to get rid of him. It's a day or two later, he said, you want to go for a ride in my plane? He is a lawyer. He owns a nightclub.
2: Sex was important to me. He would ask every woman
3: client, and she would either say yes or no. He was too cheap to go to a motel. I remained a virgin. Back then, you were called a tease. He even made me do something which is so
6: outrageous. Larry Schwartz was one of the guys. And he said to me, how would you like to go out tonight? Every girl we met him had a crush on him. That was the first time I ever saw Linda show love. Of course, that's what caused the breakup. I said, I just have no more patience with you. Get out of my face. He just flipped. He was always either on the phone or in her hallway. A lot of creepy things.
2: He said, I will cancel the order to kill you if you have dinner and sex with me. He said, if I can't have her, nobody will. <laughs>
3: I am now damaged merchandise.
2: I was arrested. Total 30 years in prison.
3: I felt it wasn't long enough.
2: It hit the headlines like crazy.
4: It was almost a little exciting for her. Ah! Bert was very sick. They started to give me
2: shock treatment.
3: Bert used to send me pages and pages of letters. And I
7: proposed to her. Oh my God, this is even sicker. Nobody is as visibly insane as Bert and Bukash. Hey, listen, they say even Hitler had friends.
6: They're difficult. They're screaming and yelling all the time. Bert, where's my coffee? If it's a joy or a punishment, I really don't know. Like
5: Sensation. All fire. Sensation. Burn love. Do your
1: wife know what you're doing all the time?
8: A hunk, a hunk, a
1: Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts like the very first thing you hear. We know that this is about a guy throwing battery acid or whatever the hell it is. He didn't do it. He hired people. Right. We'll get to that later. Throwing like lie, which is like some horrible, like the hair straightener basically, in a woman's face. And so the movie opens with just hearing her description of what that felt like when that happened.
3: Everybody was screaming around me and I was terrified. All I can think of is, my God, I just couldn't see. Was I frightened to death? It was too late to be frightened to death. Because I was already dead.
0: Well, Linda (laughs) comes on the screen in full force with that (laughs) wig And the glasses... And the eyebrows, like, and the reason she's wearing these glasses, which are fantastic, oh my they're God. over the top, the cat is incredible throughout. like, throughout. Yeah, she's... she's
1: been alive for 400 years. She's looked great the whole time. And,
0: like, towards like, after the age of 30, she couldn't see, and she still is a better dresser than most people I know, I know. So, whatever. She can wear that shit wig is not, is a is bananas, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, she's fine. <laughs>
1: she picks out her wigs.
0: I don't. I think it's just like handed to her and she has to trust the people around her.
1: That is asking a lot.
0: Well, they, I mean, the glasses are great. The, the Chanel suits. I know. And the, the bags that are matching it like I the know. Hermes bag. Like she is... She's got it together. So I guess by the time the wig comes, it's like, girl, just wear whatever. God, like... So it's Linda yeah. and Bert. So... They describe it. She is describing. They are describing. People are talking. I don't know. Who cares? (laughs) About their relationship. And how
1: they originally met. Of
0: course. You know, I love old pictures, especially in that era, 50s and 60s in New York. Like, just... And if you think she looks great now... Yeah. She really looked like... She was a stunner. And then we get... Bert, and you're like,
1: I know. So,
0: yeah, a so schlub. here's what happened.
1: He's driving in his car. It's a Jewish holiday. He's in a great mood. He's with his like horrible, derpy friend.
7: And all of a sudden, he jammed on the brakes. And I said, What's the matter? He says, Look at that girl over there on that bench. She is absolutely gorgeous. I gotta have her. She had the most gorgeous face in the
2: world. It looked like Elizabeth Taylor. Just completely beautiful. I had never seen a girl as beautiful as her.
0: I mean, he is a schlubby, unattractive piece of garbage. Yes. So I don't care who you are, what you look, what you look yeah. like. Entitlement with women, like obviously. Right. Yeah. But this guy really needs to take it down a notch. Take a seat, and look in a goddamn mirror, <laughs> yeah. and realize that this she is a knockout.
1: Yeah, because, like, you know who knows that Linda's a knockout. Linda, 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 like you were saying, has no time for his shit. At no,
3: all. and he said to me that he would like to know me and meet me and see me, and and he just came back from England and he just made a movie and da da da. And I looked at him like he was a nut. I mean, this was so far above my head. It's uh, you know, we weren't on the same wavelength. <laughs> Thought he was very weird.
0: I looked at him like he was
3: a nut. <laughs> like, she didn't like him from the get-go.
0: And then you're like, oh, wow, like, how did he get her to, like, where's the charming part? You right, know? Where's yeah, the story yeah. where she's like, but then I got to talking to him, and I realized that, wow, we have a shit ton in common. Right. No, no, no. No. <laughs> she looked at him like he was a nut, like she says. She, then she's like,
3: I probably gave him my phone over just to get rid of him, you know, just let's move on. Which is yeah. like,
0: Linda, girl, <laughs> I don't, you seem like a smart person. Like she's tough, no nonsense, no bullshit, but she gives, she gives her his number to get, not a math expert, but that does not add up for me.
3: So then he's like, sends her all
0: these roses.
3: And when I get to my home, I think there are a dozen roses that have been delivered. And I,
1: I said, what the hell is
0: all this? And then she just, just like, I, I can't even tell you how many times I changed my phone number. I'm like, well, why'd you fucking give
1: it to him I in the know. first place? <laughs> then we, now we, okay, we meet Linda's like very <sighs> colorful array of friends. Rita and Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvia is Linda's cousin. And all she does for five minutes is talk about how beautiful Linda Be- was. <laughs>
0: beautiful. She could have been a painting.
5: She was always beautiful. Her skin was just. Absolutely without a flaw and perfect features, beautiful nose, beautiful lips, beautiful cheeks and big, beautiful brown eyes with beautiful, beautiful lashes. You would think she's a a painting. That's how pretty she was.
0: She was so beautiful. She could have been in a painting. You think she was a painting. That's how pretty she was. He's going to wine her and dine her. And Sylvia is just like, it's so, it just became, and this always happens, right? Like when something bad happens to someone who also happens to be beautiful, everyone has to focus for 80 hours about how beautiful they were.
4: Bert was not a very good looking man, but he was a lot of fun. And I liked Bert almost immediately.
0: Rita Kessler loves Linda, (laughs) loves the tanning booth more. (laughs) And Sylvia also cares very much about her home because right behind her is this gigantic chair with plastic on it. And nobody on the crew was like, let's get that out of here because the glare is out. It's so distracting on the plastic on the – like – Sylvia, girl, what what's being spilled? I know. You haven't changed your furniture since 1968. You know Oh, my God. That. At That's the okay. very
1: end, when we see inside of Linda's apartment, oh. it is a time. You know those, like, you ever see, like, on BuzzFeed, they'll be like, oh, this grandma died and sold her house, and you go inside, it's a time capital. And it from hasn't nine, changed. Nothing has changed. It's amazing. That's what all of these people's houses I know. are like. It's unbelievable. The Bronx is littered with apartments like yes, this, I'm sure. totally.
0: So Linda wasn't interested in Bert because he wasn't that good looking. Right. But her grandmother loved him because he was a Jewish
3: lawyer. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that's like real. That's That's really what it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: And I never forgot my grandmother's words. She said, if he's better looking than the devil, he's good looking.
1: <laughs> Grandma
3: was very happy. I found a lawyer.
0: And now now we go back a little bit. Yeah. Like we learn about Linda's childhood and she went to live with cousin Sylvia with the plastic chair when she was five because her parents got divorced. Yeah.
5: Linda came to live with us at the age of five. It might seem strange. Why didn't she live with her parents? But she accepted it.
4: She didn't have family security or the way a family will project confidence in their children. She missed that. She missed that.
1: She had to miss that. She kept talking about her mom as like a businesswoman. I was like, what? Do, I want to know more about that. What yeah, did her mom do? Like
0: her mom basically chose her career over Linda and was working so much and couldn't take care of her her friends talk about
1: how like she was raised without any male influence she didn't have a father she didn't have brothers Linda grew
4: up with women there was nothing in her life that could connect her with a male four women lived there and they they
6: weren't into men they didn't like men
1: we get Bert's backstory and it's like exactly what <laughs> the look of. You guys, when I start saying something and then I burst into laughter like that, it's because Jillian rolls her eyes so hard into the back of her head that I feel like she's going to fall off the chair.
0: <laughs> One day it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> but we learned that, like, that Bert was an only child and he grew up in the Bronx back in a time when nobody had anything, he says, and he had a mother who used to beat the living shit out of him every single day.
2: I was a very poor reader. And she went into panic over that and I would get terrible beatings from her. Awful beatings. Uh, Belt me in the face. Uh, My lower teeth were displaced as a result of that all my life. Beatings that were severe enough that my aunt would come up and uh, tell her to stop it already.
0: And yeah, like it's it's a really sad thing that happened to him, right? I
1: don't give a shit. I want his life Thank to have you. been awful. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: you have a fucking choice of yeah. who you want to be. Totally. Do you want to lean on the fact that horrible things happen to you, or do you want to like be a better person and rise above it? That's your choice. Can we also
1: knock it off with this cliche of like the hor- like the horrible mother turns the man into a bad person? Yeah, no,
0: no. no. You had all your choices. Yeah. you decide. Yeah. You like this is I can't horrible. Ding, ding. <laughs>
1: You used to be really squeamish with the bell. It is,
0: it's so natural. It's it's weird. It's so natural to me now.
1: Yeah, so then we learn more about, like just like Linda's growing up, we meet her friend Joyce. Boys
6: were attracted to Linda. She was popular because of her looks, because of the way she acted. I think she came across as something she really wasn't. Back then, you were called a tease.
0: Back then, it was called a tease. <laughs>
1: she was interested in men but not interested in sex with men and this actually she hangs on to that
0: for quite some time decades yeah and I think it's like what you were saying she loved the superficiality of it she liked looking and feeling great yeah she liked the attention that that gave her she would be really chatty and probably a little touchy feely and then she'd be like well that's it for me see you guys later and then walk away and so everyone was making a lot of assumptions about
6: her about what was really happening yeah and they thought she was easy, but she wasn't. She looked it, and she dressed it. So sometimes people look at you and see you differently than you really are.
0: So then it was like Bert was treating Linda like a movie star and taking right. her out and meeting all these celebrities. And there's like one celebrity they mentioned who I'm I've like, never heard of. I've never heard of cares. any of these people. And then he he used to do things like he had a lot of like moves. Like yeah. he was he was always trying really really hard.
2: I would like... Buy- convertibles to be sharp so the girls would like me. Powder blue caddy convertible. I would have a new one every year. I was making about 40, 50, up to 80000 a year when the average person was making 4000
0: like you're gross Um, like how small is your penis is it inverted like (laughs) what I just hate him and then but he used to do something that's like he owned a nightclub or owned in quotes whatever I don't believe a word this guy says but many people corroborate that's a true crime term um That when he would, when they would walk into a club, they would have that old standard song Linda playing whenever she walked in, which is like, all right, that that, made, that that'll make a girl like Linda feel great. You
1: know what I could have done without the four minute montage of everybody singing of that goddamn
0: everybody song. Everybody singing it. If it was another documentary, we'd be like, ha, remember that montage? How great? Now we're like, fuck that fucking <laughs> montage and everyone involved. We hate it.
7: You walk down the street, fever you meet. So it's something you've know, you all of my heart about, Linda. Hello, Linda.
0: So now we learn about Bert and his, like, shady business practices. He was a lawyer, but he was an ambulance chaser. Right. And, like, him and some stupid friend, I forget, I don't know the friend's name. Who cares? Um, it's just like, well, they want to make it super clear that he never staged the accidents, per se. <laughs> he just happened to be there right away to, like, save the day.
7: Pugash and Whites were running uh, a negligence bill. You know, a case came in, someone was injured in an accident. you'd send them to a doctor who was friendly, who would write up a good report, you'd get a check and everybody's happy. Bird admits that he was a uh, a professional adjuster rather than a lawyer.
0: Can we please talk about Janet, the secretary? <laughs> Where's the Janet documentary? Honestly, she has stories for days.
1: Janet?
5: Janet she, Pomerantz, the yeah. secretary. No,
1: she's another one that, Like, well, first of all, she says,
5: I think they probably hired me because he liked the way I looked. If, not that I was a bad secretary, but maybe I was bad. I didn't really like being a secretary.
1: Janet talks about, like, it, it, it was this really quick transition where I wasn't sure what she was talking about at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, he never forced me. He never made me do it. And all of a sudden, you realize that she's talking about them having an affair. Right. And then my favorite thing about Janet, too, is that she talks about he was too cheap to go to a motel. <laughs> but you know what? It didn't matter to her.
6: He was too cheap to go to a motel. And who,
5: at the time, I had to get home to my husband anyway. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's that thing where, like, one of his friends says to him, like, you must have gotten slapped a lot. And he's like, yeah, but I also got laid a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a good time to mention that Bert is married. The entire time he's courting Linda.
1: We got to talk about Francine.
0: He's married.
1: So people start saying to Linda, like. Grandma started the ball rolling. She
3: said, I don't know. He's too prosperous to be a single person. I think that was probably the attitude, you know. Why would he still be on the
1: marketplace? He's got to be married. Linda never thought that he was. She finds out that he is, and we'll get to what results in a second, but we got to talk about Francine.
7: I met his wife, Francine, a few times. She was just a nice, ordinary Bronx girl. Someone that a normal guy would not mind as a housewife who cooks and cleans, takes care of the
1: kids and everything. I I have a conspiracy theory. What? I think Francine's a lesbian. I really think that Francine is a '50s lesbian,
0: and that's why she didn't care that he was cheating on her. She
1: didn't care because, like, gay men would do this. Right? Gay men would get married all the time and right. have affairs on the side, and their wives would put up with it because, like, you know, <laughs> they didn't want to go anywhere near each other. <laughs> right? And then when you see pictures of
0: Francine, she looks a little punch. What can I say? She's another. It's like all of these people just look perfect all the time. I that know. image of her in the bathing suit, like it's looking true. off, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I who staged was, this photo shoot?
1: I know. I think it's also interesting who we don't hear from. Like, we don't know if Francine so alive or not
0: Francine doesn't give a fuck she's off she <laughs> lived her life I mean she's
1: I would love also Francine's documentary I would love Mr. Francine's documentary
0: yeah she's fine totally she's like doing just because she got the hell away from Bert. everyone's better off without Bert. have I yeah, mentioned yeah, that
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. who yeah, cares exactly. so Linda finds out that Bert is married while they're at the nightclub and she <laughs> shuts it down
2: and she began crying
3: so I told her I would get a divorce. And I told him, oh, okay. I'll tell you what, as soon as your divorce is finished, give me a buzz.
1: So she shuts it down, and says, Call me when the when the divorce papers are filed. And he calls her the next day and he's like, I filed the papers.
0: Cause he writes them up his goddamn self right. when he got home from staging a car accident.
3: Right. And the next day I got a call from Bird, Would you believe my papers came through? I said, okay, well, I'd like to see them.
2: I took her into the office and showed her a divorce decree, which I typed up myself, and I guess she copied
3: down the number. I told my mother that I had the index number, and her lawyer can check it out and make sure this is legit. Because
0: Pro- probably her businesswoman mother was like, excuse me. Yeah. Can we pump the brakes on this insanity <laughs> that we all have to watch? Where's the paperwork? Like, right, what is happening? Right,
1: right, right. You know, divorce really was different back then. You like, not every state was divorce legal, and both parties had it. Like, it took a long time for divorce to happen. Right. So she decides to she'll keep seeing him while the while the proceedings are taking place.
0: So now they're like house shopping in Scarsdale and
3: buying boats and all this
1: bullshit. Right. Not even they're like they're like faux shopping for everything. Right, right, right.
3: We went house hunting in Scarsdale, and I picked this house. I picked that house. I didn't know which house. He was going to buy a ship, a boat, a yacht, whatever the heck you call it. We went shopping for boats. We had fun. I loved it. It was nice. It was a fantasy.
1: And then so then finally Linda finds out that, like, no, those divorce papers aren't real.
3: And finally my mother came back with the information. These were false papers.
1: And she kicks him out. She just kicks him away. And she goes to Florida for a month with her friend.
3: Yep. I said, you better forget this. I mean, I, I just have no more patience with you and get out of my face. And my friend Joyce and her family were going to Florida to stay there for a month. I said, I get me a ticket and I'm going with you. We went by train.
1: Now we see all these, like, pictures of her on the beach meeting all these men. And the dad bod that was considered so hot in, like, the 1950s gives me hope. Yeah. Like, all of these (laughs) men, they're like, they're so handsome. They're so handsome. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys all need to lose 40 pounds. But, like, that's what people looked like back then. Yeah. Meanwhile, the men with, like, the bathing suits up to their nipples. It's, like, my favorite thing. I
0: know.
6: I love it. I love this whole look. Yeah. So we meet Larry Schwartz. We were hanging out at the beach having a good time and Larry Schwartz was one of the guys that were there and they hit it off and she proceeded to see him for the rest of our stay
0: and Larry Schwartz was like it was like Linda and Larry like he was the male Linda every girl had a crush on him yeah and they were in love super dad bod super dad bod and it was like a nice lovely relationship of course all these photos of them being in love like who staged all these photos and then he like went to the army and she was heartbroken
6: yeah that was the first time I ever saw Linda show love. She let someone into her heart and I had never seen her do that.
1: So she comes back to New York. She's all upset. And of course, Bert, like uh, his obsession, like kicks right back up and he's calling her again.
0: And he's still not divorced. Right. She's like, what the hell do I have to do? What is that? What is about this divorce decree or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So then Francine comes for Linda.
3: (laughs) His wife called me. And she said to me, you know, you can go out with him, you can do whatever, but I am never giving him a divorce. That's the bottom line. So once I heard that, I figured, I gotta get out of this crap.
0: And I just wanted one more, just one throwaway (laughs) thing. Bert was so upset and distraught that Linda didn't, like, isn't sleeping with him and he's not getting a divorce and all this nonsense, that he just gets drunk and starts singing the song, Linda, to Iggy the Iguana. (laughs)
7: He just uh, he just flipped. He just flipped. I mean, uh, uh, he would sit in the office and sing to his iguana. The
5: name was Iggy.
7: The iguana's name was Iggy. He would have a ukulele.
5: What was it? A banjo? Whatever it was, wasn't a guitar. And um, singing, Linda.
0: I hope somebody called animal control and got that (laughs) child out of that situation. (laughs) Justice for Iggy. (laughs) I hope he's okay. (laughs) So he's getting like super desperate and creepy now. He's stalking her. He's actually stalking Linda for real.
3: Yeah, Bert was relentless. He would not stop calling. He would not stop following
6: me. It was a time of hell for me. He was always there always oh, ha- either on the phone or in person or in her hallway or a lot of creepy things.
3: He hired people to throw rocks
6: in my window to frighten
3: me so I would look to him to help me.
0: And then she'd call the cops and they'd say, "Well, there's nothing we could do. He's, he's a, a lawyer. lawyer." What the fuck does I that mean? mean? This is like
1: this is literally what like women went through. It still go through. And when I would call the
3: cops, they said, "Listen, did you see him do it?" I said, "No, it was in my house, I couldn't see him." Well, there's nothing we can do. He's a lawyer. It was unbelievable. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I went to that 42nd precinct
1: and cry and plead. So in the middle of all of this craziness, what happens?
0: Larry Schwartz, dad bod from the beach, <laughs> comes back from the army and he and Linda get engaged.
3: He was a nice, easygoing guy. Simple. Yes, we drove around in an old station wagon. He took me to his home. I met his parents. It was a normal way, and I was enchanted with it.
0: Bert and like Bert's family are now going to Linda's family to try to convince them to not let Linda marry Larry.
1: Right? <laughs> right? Did I that get it? Sounds like a lyric from Chicago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You almost gave it a
0: hero bow. I was gonna do like a but up but up but or whatever, I don't know. That's not how Chicago is, I'm sorry. So then because none of this is working and everyone's like, they're adults, if Linda wants to marry Larry, that's what's gonna happen. Like I don't know what to tell Every you. Every time you say marry Larry, I'm gonna fall out of my oh, chair. Yeah, I'm sorry. So Bert's like, Well, I just have to kill Larry then. <laughs> That's right. the only solution to yeah. this problem. I have to murder a, a human being.
1: Suddenly, it's a noir film because they're coming home late one night. He's literally, they say, like in the shadows of the street. It's raining. <laughs> I don't care
0: if it was or not. It's fucking raining. <laughs> Suddenly in black
1: and white. There's it's a like trench coat yeah, 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 and a yeah, light. It's evil Humphrey Bogart. Totally. Like, totally. And so they're standing there, and we hear from Bert's perspective where he's got a gun in his pocket, and he's going to go kill Larry... But I couldn't do it.
2: I couldn't do it. It's not an easy thing to kill, to shoot a person. I just couldn't do it.
1: And then, like, loses his nerve, because you
2: shouldn't kill people.
1: Right. And then
0: he's like, well, I just have to hire this job out. It's not like, it's not, he doesn't have a change of heart because he realizes I should not be committing murder. He wants to
1: get a task rabbit. I know.
0: He just wants to get out the app and get some... (laughs) get somebody else to do it for
1: him. Right, so he hires a guy.
0: Yeah, he like hires two friends and then they hire it out because right. everyone's trying to like Kevin Bacon themselves out of the degrees of, of connection. So what they do is they send a package. It's like, oh, Linda, there's
5: a package for you. Because she's
1: engaged to Larry, so it's like she thinks it's an engagement gift. This right? Is so fucking heartbreaking.
5: She was so happy because she was told she has a package and... Um, For her engagement, that's what it was. So she went to the door, and her mother was behind her. (laughs) I thought it was a gift from Larry.
0: So she answers the door, and she describes it as she had her her hands were busy because she was tying a French knot in her hair. Yeah, I'm like I don't even know what a French knot is. What is that? A
1: French twist. I can put one in
0: your hair right now. Really? You don't know what a French twist is? I mean, I can't. I know it when I see it. (laughs) It's, is it, it's not a braid. I know a braid and if I know French braid. If you were French to take brain. your hair
1: and just like twirl it into a loop uh-huh. and then sort of like do it up and around. So it's not it's not a bun. But oh, it's I like, do that all the time. Yeah, it's a French twist. Anyway. Um, you know that like Leanne says is going to be like, girl,
0: here's the link know. to the video. Yeah, right? Totally, totally. Because I do Leanne, that. Leanne, help us out. So she, her hands were up and she was doing the thing with her hair. And these monsters Oh
1: my god all
0: the dings <laughs> fucking throw acid in her face and blind her.
3: The first thing I did was run to the bathroom. I was burning, my face was burning. I couldn't believe you just don't put it together. You can't believe this is a happening. And I put my head underneath the faucets. My grandmother was in the house, my mother was in the house. The poor ladies were hysterical.
1: I mean, number one, Linda talking about this the whole time now, like chain smoking with I, the glasses and the fabulous, like.
0: I can't. It's, it's heartbreaking. And it's, to hear it from anybody, to read it on a piece of paper would yeah. be heartbreaking, but to hear it from the person it happened yeah. to. And then we meet Jimmy Breslin, the journalist. Oh my God. Just another, I just
1: hate all these people. The story is sensational. <laughs> <laughs> He's just <Regis Philbin>, apparently.
5: There's <laughs> a big story. Three black guys. Two acid in a white girl's face on behalf of her spurned boyfriend, a white lawyer in the Bronx. Sensational.
0: And then he's saying these things, and you're like, well, "I'm sorry, what, Jimmy?" I know. He's like, "The black guys will go away forever. <laughs> the white lawyer will go away forever. It'll be great. And I'm
5: like <laughs> The three blacks will go away forever. Now we'll get the white lawyer. He'll go, and we'll we'll uh, sympathize with the woman forever. <laughs> it's great
0: I'm, a t- I'm frightened I like I, I feel <laughs> fright I'm frightened by these people I know and then
1: his stupid lawyer friend oh,
0: Bob Janoff Bob Jackoff as far as I'm concerned
1: <laughs> he is
0: a Jackoff oh, good one
1: good one right
0: that just came to me wow. just now
1: I'm a genius I got this movie gets so jarringly racist You and when I say <clears throat> jarringly I literally almost did a spit take I
0: know Yeah, and they try to ease us in with Jimmy Breslin, the journalist, being like, and the black guys will go away, and the wet, and you're like, that is nothing. That is not a good aperitif for this, you guys. Nothing will prepare you.
1: The cops are like, onto Bert. They know that he's involved, obviously, because he's fucking crazy. And he's been stalking her for years. Right. Bert says to this guy, Do you think I could have done this? And he's like, I says, Bert,
7: my heart says no. My head says
1: maybe. And then he says, If you are going to get out of this, you have to hire somebody to kill those two n words. He says the n word. I know. So and this is a major, major issue I have with this movie is that he says the n word and then he like laughs. Yeah. Like a like a quote adorably.
0: Like isn't this crazy that I even isn't said it this? So
1: kooky. None of these people who say these monstrous things and do these monstrous things are painted as monsters. They're painted as like weird, quirky, wacky, funny uncles. Right. And it enrages me. Yeah. And, I know.
0: And he also laughs because he's like, the next day the DA played me the tape because our office. Wait, wait, wait! If your office was bugged, then why are we? Why are you not being interviewed from Jail. the federal penitentiary? Like monster. what the fuck? Like
1: monster, 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 monster! You
0: guys, here's another note: when the documentary crew comes, not only run a comb through your hair, <laughs> but like try not to say horribly racist, terrible, terrible things because that is also going to be recorded. It's going to be forever. Recorded headplay, no question. Just remember that, yeah. you guys. Oh, God.
1: Okay. So now we hear about like Linda's recovery. And the first thing Linda tells us, modern day Linda, is that the first thing she told Larry was like, you got to go. I'm not going to hold you to this engagement. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go.
3: And I first thing I said, look, Larry, get out of this. I'm going to give you back your ring. I want you to, you know, to know that I'm not going to hold you to commit you to anything. And he said, oh, no way. No, no, I'm sticking with you.
1: It was on the front page of every paper. Yeah. Like, she gets, she has to lie in the face. And then she, and then the fiance is going to stay with her. And, but, you know, then of course that doesn't last.
3: The minute the case was moved out of the newspapers, the minute I was sent home, he told me the
1: engagement was off. Because he's a garbage monster, like all these fucking people. Yeah.
3: So, Bert
0: is still just no awareness just sending her flowers like nothing has changed she
1: knows obviously she knows it was him everybody knows she it was has him.
0: 24 hour protection yeah
1: so two days later Bert is arrested he's arrested with the guy who actually did the throwing of the took acid took them two
0: days to crack that fucking case <laughs> what
1: were they doing for two days well my favorite part of this whole thing is that like the press is all over it he first of all he gets loaded into a paddy wagon and has the nerve to complain about the conditions in the paddy wagon there are no windows <laughs>
2: those paddy wagons were terrible there were no windows
0: good so now we meet margaret powers oh my
1: god marge
0: marge was the police officer aside (laughs) to protect linda until bert was convicted yeah because now he's like just awaiting trial or whatever
8: i introduced myself to her and i told her linda i'm margaret powers and i'm going to be here with you for the next eight hours i'm going to be right outside that door and i said You could rest assured you are in good hands because no one will get into this room.
1: I want to talk about Marge for just one second. She's... They become friends because like, I guess Linda just, need... do you know what I really thought this was going to turn into a lesbian subplot? Oh, I wish. I really thought this was going to uh, be Large Marge and Linda. What a missed opportunity that was. <laughs> because when you see the pictures of, of Marge back in the day when she was a cop, she was like super butch. Right, and she
0: could like protect Linda and yeah. Linda wouldn't have to fear for her totally. life ever. But then
1: you see her now and she's like, my mom's older, Femi lesbian. Friends. Right. She's super femmy.
0: She set her hair for the documentary. <laughs> she didn't just run a comb through it. She really set it. You can see totally. the curls. So she got, Linda got a little apartment on 57th and 10th. Yes. And basically, like, just started living her life. She
4: still went to work every day. She didn't have a sing-eye dog. She didn't have a cane. She got out of the house. She went to work.
8: Linda utilized every opportunity to improve or be involved in. Different little pastimes like art, and uh, she took up painting.
0: So she has some vision. A little bit of vision. That's a not going to last
1: very long, but she's no. got a little bit of vision.
0: So now we cut to Bert, who, first of all, he's like, I saw no point in my going to jail. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he's also super happy that he has a Jewish lawyer. His whole family's like, oh, thank God they're Jewish. And then Jewish lawyer, not good enough. Bert becomes his own lawyer. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. He keeps delaying the trial. He's now suing the city. He's yeah. suing the judge. Yeah, we're seeing He's all these headlines. He's slitting his wrists. Yeah. He is pulling out all the stops. He's suing the city. He's just taking over the headlines, basically, know, and just I being know. absurd and wasting everybody's
1: fucking time I know. and money. But it doesn't work. He goes to fucking Sing Sing. Jury was out about two,
2: three hours before they came in with a verdict. Total 30 years in prison.
3: I felt it wasn't long enough. Yes, I was very happy. I wanted him to rot there.
1: So he goes to jail, she goes to Europe.
3: There she was, just walking down the street. Do we want to talk
1: about her European trip a little bit?
0: She was probably about size six taken in. <laughs> <laughs> Linda girl!
3: That must have been my most magnificent time I was probably a size six taken in and I would go out and spend a fortune for a pair of glasses and they were dynamite looking frames and uh, it was not obvious so I, I didn't have any problem
0: meeting men she's like living her life she's looking great spending money meeting men but she never takes those goddamn glasses off right
1: nobody knows it because she can see a little bit so no she doesn't let on at all that she is what's happening
0: because you can it's very obvious once you see her eyes you can see that something horrible has happened so she keeps those big super big cartoony movie star glasses on totally like all the time when she's with these men and so she feels really safe knowing that Bert's in prison and she's kind of living her life
3: I met this young man who was very much taken by me. He was a newcomer to New York. He was from the South. And we started dating.
1: Of this man, she says, we were just necking and petting. Like, those are words people actually used to use. <laughs> I know. I was like, necking and petting? I don't even know what that actually means. I don't really get necking. Yeah, like, no do you just either. rub your necks together? Like bonk your necks <laughs> Like, giraffes do it? Mean, what is that? <laughs> Well, this was a guy who wanted, like, after, like, the second date, wanted to marry her and, like, I want you to, I want to meet, I want you to meet my family. And
3: Here I am, I'm never taking off my dark glasses, and I don't know if I'm ready for this. He wants to take me to meet his parents, and he is really sincere about this. I just never figured I'm marriage material.
1: She was like, okay, I'm gonna, like, show you who I really am. And
3: lo and behold, he came up to the office one day, and I was wearing my clear glasses. And apparently, it uh, it kind of floored him, let me put it that way. It was more than he expected, couldn't handle it. It devastated me, it didn't hurt me, it, you know,
1: destroyed me. And then, you know, we hear her friends talking about how, like, now she can't see, and now her life is really sad.
4: Linda was going downhill. Linda no longer could work. Her vision was getting worse on that one eye.
8: Her mother's now getting senile. She was getting into Alzheimer's a short while later. The grandmother had died. Didn't really have anything in her life. It was a pretty empty life.
0: So now it's September 1971. The Attica riots happen, right. everybody. Yeah.
5: At Attica, New York State Prison,
2: more than a thousand inmates erupted in a volcanic orgy of mayhem, arson, and hostage seizing. And when it was over, the death count was 43. Prone or dead, they
4: lied. Ending the
0: Holocaust. And Bert becomes friends with this journalist, William Kunstler. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so, because Bert is gonna Bert, he starts sending her these insane, insane letters. And we see
3: these letters. Bert used to send me mail
1: from prison. Pages and pages of letters. These letters are like, they just look like they're written by Charles Manson. Like they're just crazy yeah. looking letters. Yeah, he's yeah. referring to her as his future wife.
0: Or like at his actual wife at yeah. one point. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm exhausted by this. So then the other journalist, Bill, I'm not saying his last name again because it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, he calls her and he's like, so just so you know, like Bert really misses you. And she's like, well, tell him to send me money then. He's
3: so freaking interested. Why the hell doesn't he send me some money? I'm living like a like a peasant. I have no money. Let him show his good faith.
1: So this is where it all goes wrong. So this is where I want to take a quick pause. Yeah. She is suddenly open to, like, allowing him back into her life. And honestly, I get it a little bit. Because she's broke. She's blind. She's living a shitty, lonely, sad life. And she has nothing. And, like, this is, like, I think, that I, I thought a lot about this today. People do what they have to do to survive. She was barely surviving. And he's not going to care about her eyes. Right. Exactly.
0: And she could probably guilt him into doing everything for her well, it's if funny. she can't so, say anything.
1: So, Künstler takes us back to Bill. I'm going to say his name a hundred times. <laughs> Künstler, 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 Counselor, Künstler, Künstler. Künstler. <laughs> Takes us back to Bill. He's like, she's totally going to get back with you. You just got to send her money. Uh-huh. This whole shitstorm of shit happens. He sends her $4,000. <laughs> she turns around to the parole board and like, he's harassing me by sending me money that I asked for. The parole board sees him and is like, if we let you out, are you going to keep sending her money? He's like, sure. They let him out.
2: He said you're leaving on you March 21st. I almost died. I almost died.
1: Ta- even, whatever, I know, whatever. I know. Lynn Miranda needs to write a three-minute rap about the whole thing. <laughs> like it's insane. It doesn't make it also makes it zero sense. Right, totally. Why would you whatever. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> so Linda goes to a fortune teller. <laughs> and the fortune teller basically tells Linda all about Bert. She's like, you've been horribly hurt in your life. It's like, no shit, you see the eyes. Right.
3: You've had such terrible things have happened to you. I see a man. It's all because of him, but I want you to know he loves you desperately. I,
0: whatever, have tarot cards. Like, I, I understand that yeah. I'm not, like...
1: We know, oh. you and Damien do tarot cards <laughs> together.
0: <laughs> but it's like, she was, like, a, a local celebrity, and this see, this yeah. whole case was so, like public and famous so the fact that she's like and would you believe that this fortune teller told me that a man a man is is the is at the heart of all my like distress and it's like well you're a famous person because a man caused all your heartache and distress and then it's like so then because bert can't have any contact with her as per his arrangement yeah the like local news at 11 he like gets on the news
7: i tracked down bert pugash And he was more than happy to accommodate me with an interview. He told me this whole story. And at the same time, he told me how much he loved this woman.
1: This whole thing is at the same time so insane and so boring. Yeah, it's like tonight at 10,
0: the crazy, crazy person who should be in prison because he threw acid or like a range of
1: acid thrown in this woman's eyes. At, like live, and it's, so they get him on the air, and then in this like dramatic, ridiculous turn, he like looks at the camera and proposes marriage. Right,
7: and he looked at me, he looked at the camera, and he said, "Linda, I know you're out there. Linda, I love you. Linda, I want to marry you."
8: Julian, what is happening?
0: I don't know. I really, I don't know. I, 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 As as much as I don't know, I don't care. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but then, like our girlfriend Margaret, the cop who was assigned to Mar- protect Large Marg, Large she decides to quote play Cupid.
1: <laughs> and like This whole thing is this whole part is so bonkers. Where like her best friends are like, hey, remember that guy who threw acid in Linda's face? Do you think he'd make a good husband? I don't think
8: the police department would have been too thrilled to know who was who was who played Cupid. I said you would have a chance. To confront each other, if you found that it wasn't for you, just have somebody help you go downstairs and get a cab and leave. But if you don't give yourself that chance, you'll always wonder what might have been.
0: And Marge... Who I used to love, like Marge. I can't Marge, believe
1: you've done like, good work. I know. I know
0: people are so disappointing in life, but I didn't expect Marge <laughs> to be on that list of people who've disappointed me. She's like, you know, her her mindset was like, you know, you'll always wonder what might have been. <laughs> Linda would have an exceptionally better life without Bert Can in it. That's you what. Imagine? That's what would
1: have happened. I know. Marge so girl, said, I'm not happy. And then of course, so they they arrange for Bert and Linda to meet at a friend's house for dinner. Bert. In a rare moment of self awareness, like doesn't want to go in because he's like, "Wait, what if this is like a revenge thing?" Which it should Which have
0: asked, ladies. Say, by the way, words
1: out of my mouth, I was like, "It should have been girls." Wh- why wasn't I invited to this dinner party? I know I would have been the one in the kitchen drinking the chardonnay and two and a half glasses, and I'd be like, "You know what, we guys? Sh- we should really do. You guys have any bleach?"
0: Yeah, I mean, some men just can't hold their arsenic. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, and you know, the, the friends are explaining he still thinks she's beautiful. He doesn't care about the eyes. It's like if he cares about the eyes. Oh, my God. You should just stab him. It's, like
1: I know. If he cares, he has no right to care. I know. I know. And then they meet, you know, they go to dinner and. They fucking get married.
2: From the time we started dating, it was five months before we decided we would get married.
0: They get married. It is worldwide news. It's on the cover of every newspaper. And as there's the montage of like all the headlines, Linda is sipping her coffee, vodka, I hope, whatever, (laughs) out of the biggest mug you've ever seen. And it says number number one one lawyer.
1: lawyer. She's referring to Bert. Well, then it should say number one paralegal.
0: (laughs) Honestly, like, are you kidding me? I know the best part the best thing this documentary crew did was like hold on that mug yeah I know and keep that scene yeah, in yeah
1: totally and then we just see this montage of them like over the years being on Sally Jesse Raphael and mm-hmm. her why does Geraldo garbage Geraldo have to be in every documentary why I don't know because he's garbage why after what he did are you there today
3: because Bert is a good husband and in my way I probably do love him. I might just find it hard to use that word
7: Pugash and Riss have lived a quiet life here in a four-room apartment on the fourth floor until now. Cops say that Pugash is up to his old tricks again, this time allegedly threatening a 42-year-old woman who broke up with him after she found out that he was still
1: married.
0: Bert is charged with stalking. And sexually harassing another woman. This
1: whole situation, this other woman that he's, who is 42 years old, mm-hmm. she is his side piece while married to Linda. Mm-hmm. Linda totally stands by him, yep. has this completely insane moment outside of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys...
3: Do your wives know what you're doing all the time? The only thing, you guys are smart enough not to get into a jackpot like this. What is, how does this Hey, come on, I mean, you think like this is the first affair, nobody's ever heard of this. Come on, give me a break. And then
1: there's this moment where they, there's like an interview with the two of them in their apartment, and he's saying that this accuser was like, she said that I promised I'd leave my wife.
2: She said I promised I'd divorce my wife, which I did not. Oh, no. I might have said it, but I never meant it.
1: And meanwhile, Linda's just sitting there, like, no no expression on her face. She does not care. Uh-uh. It's insane.
0: No. So then he's on trial again, representing himself. Right. <laughs> and our favorite New York journalist, he's like, well, I don't know how he did it, because he lost his law ticket for, for blinding that other broad.
5: <laughs> he he's not a lawyer. He lost his law ticket for blinding the broad that he did. And he's, he's questioning the jury.
1: And I'm like, you're... <laughs> You're my favorite human in this documentary. You are a nightmare, but you're my favorite. His law ticket for blinding that other broad. His law ticket.
0: This guy's 800 years old. I, I just love it. I love it. Maybe I don't love it that much because he's super racist. Oh, but, God. And then it ends with them, like, bickering at the diner where it's like, hurry up, it's hot as hell outside. <laughs>
3: That's, That's a big your up. opinion. Oh, no, it's I not. I have my opinion. It's not my opinion. I know it's for fact. How do you know? It's a fact. Eh. You're paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I know what the. And like, are we supposed to think that's adorable and sweet? Like, I I hate them
0: both. Like, fuck you. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) They went to the diner. Everybody in Queens goes to the diner. This is not world news. Oh, girl, we got
1: through it. Oh, my God. That was a horrible. We finished recording and both of us just like got up. I know. We are like, are we done? <laughs> just a couple of reminders of things, you guys. Check out our Patreon. Our most recent mini episode is my interview with Rebecca Lavoie. We talk about cereal and the staircase. And get ready, you guys. Starting next week, we're doing episode by episode of cereal on oh our my Patreon. God. You guys, we're also releasing extended outtakes from our episodes now on our Patreon feed. You can find extended outtakes for this episode and for Sour Grapes. Both will be up by the time this episode goes live. Also, you guys, were making another podcast. Uh, it's called My So-Called Podcast. and It's all about My So-Called Life, and it's you, my dream. It's the most fun. I mean, it's true crime obsessed for My So-Called Life, and you should all be listening to it. Yep. Download uh, My So-Called Podcast wherever you get your podcast, or yeah. you can stream it at mysocalledpodcast.todaytix.com. Yeah.
0: Also, vote for uh, Broadway Backstory for the Webbies.
1: Yes. WebbyAwards.com. Search for best branded podcast. Vote for Broadway Backstory. Do it
0: or I'll garbage bell you. <laughs> you can find us at TrueCrimeObsessed.com and at TrueCrimeObsessed on the Twitter
1: where can they find you? At Jillian with a G on all the things. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Hines on Twitter at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. Um, stay tuned for our hilarious outtakes. TM, 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 TM. TM, TM, TM. Next week, you guys, we're going to do Kidnapped for Christ.
0: Jesus Camp 2. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: um, you guys, this week we really are going to do a palate cleanser from Chicago because it's just time. Oh, thank God. I know. Uh, and we love you. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye one morning I woke up two guys were at my house
5: you need to wake up and
6: put clothes on you're going to a school in the Dominican Republic
1: they tied a belt around my waist um, dragged me with the belt to their car I got sent down here because I am gay and my parents they they just weren't okay with that
0: the next thing I knew I'm waking up and my best friend's gone.
8: We began to become
1: suspicious.
0: We weren't sure where he was and why he wasn't returning any of our calls.
1: We here at New Horizons Youth Ministry will set out a structure and
7: discipline that will help you understand how to live your life.
1: They have to ask what we want them to do for everything. May
6: I step in? That's what it is. May I step in, them?
1: A way to kind of show them the amount of pain they're putting on everybody else is to put a little bit of pain on them.
8: School is not a nice place. It's not a good place for children. It really hurt both my brother and I. Was
3: there anything that you saw that would
8: be
7: considered
6: physical abuse? I didn't see it. I heard it.
7: This kind of thing I knew went on in North Korea. I knew it went on in the former Soviet Union. There's There's no government regulation.
5: If you saw how things were, you'd be sad.
1: I would have to honestly state that there has been things that have taken place. I feel like I'm going to lose my mind here. I feel like I'm going to crack, and I'm just not going to be able to go any further.
0: What we were doing was wrong. It did not help them. Somebody's got to answer for that. We recognized we were probably going to get one shot
1: at demanding his release.
7: He needs to be able to walk out of there. We go in there tomorrow with whatever we have.
1: I am a US citizen. I should be free. We're in the business
7: of trying to save prodigals.
0: And this is like this is the Blue Wilderness, and now, now sponsored by Blue Wilderness. Um, these are the treats where I love the commercial where it's like your dog is really a wolf, and I'm like, yes,
5: yes she it is. I created it per- into
0: existence. <laughs> I love how you just inserted white. It just says rich old guys. It just says rich old guys.
1: <laughs> well it's like. Oh God, I thought I was not gonna laugh. I was like, how are we gonna make this funny? There we are. Oh thank God I hated this movie uh, so much. So I didn't see that coming a mile away. Yeah. You not know a what? mile
4: away.
0: <laughs> the poor thing. <laughs> Justice
4: for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, all the Hero Bells. I've never done the Hero (laughs) Bell for myself before. (laughs) I
0: was probably a size six taken in.
4: (laughs) You can like the life you're living. You can live the life you like.
8: And that's good. Isn't it grand? Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Isn't it fun? Isn't it? But nothing stays.